Here's your daily BM. Who are these guys? It doesn't matter. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. I want to play a game. All right, all right, all right. And here we go. <sighs> Good morning. Seriously, it is every time. morning you have to do that. I know, isn't it though? It's, it's so like great. every morning you have to make that god awful noise. I know that yawning. It's better than a fart. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe sometimes a fart. Why don't you just do that before? Fart uh, might be good though. Man, that, that is a big ass cup of show. coffee you're drinking, bro. Mm-hmm. It's a regular decaf. <sighs> girl master. Oh, this is full octane. It should say girl master or guy master. I'll take Whichever. the compliment. <laughs> I'll take the compliment. <laughs> So what's happening? Oh, you know, just another day in paradise. Oh, yeah. Good times, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just another day in paradise. Just another day, another dollar. So, I have a question for you. Oh, you want to go first? Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh. Have at it. Have at it, champ. So, What is the difference to you between a friend and an acquaintance? Um, Okay. So are we being completely 100% honest here? Sure. Okay. So no lies allowed, right? There's a I big guess. difference. Um, an acquaintance to me is somebody I know and and I get along with, but yeah. it's not somebody I talk to every day. Um, a friend is somebody I talk to every day, somebody I call to rely on if I need them in a time of need, um, and they're there for you. To me, that's uh-huh. like a really, like I don't know, maybe that's a best friend. You know what I mean? But I don't have like a lot of, so to speak, um, friends, friends anymore. I have like you <laughs> as my like my best friend. And then and then I have acquaintances, um, you know, so there's a there's a fine line between friends because the way I see it, it goes both ways. I have to call them and they have to call me, you know what I mean? And kind of interact mm-hmm. with me on a maybe a once a week. Now, I do have some friends like, you know, Kenny called me. You know what I mean? I talk to him from time to time, but he always calls me out of the blue, you know, um, and certain people that I've known throughout the years, they text me. I consider them a friend, but I don't also consider them like a best friend. Does that make sense? No, I get that. Yeah. Why? Why do you ask? I was just curious, you know, because like for me, like, I guess you have like different circles of friends. Mm-hmm. You know, you have you have friends that you hang out with in group settings, that, but you don't normally text individually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have friends that, you know, you're close. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, man. Coffee. You're close personal friends that, you know, you talk to on a daily basis and you like, right. you know, share things with and do things with. And um, I was just curious, you know, because I th- feel like sometimes there's like a question about that, you know? Yeah. Like. Go ahead. I don't know. It's just it's just an interesting situation because for me, like I'm more of a private type person you as are. opposed to like outgoing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind going out and I have fun when I do it, but I'm more of just reserved and kind of quiet and not, you know, like hey, you're my new friend. Let me text you every five <laughs> minutes, you know, and like hey, hi. let's do this and do that. And hi, hi, you know. Hi. I mean, more like, you know, organic growth situation. Yeah, like I was saying, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like I have acquaintances that I right. get along with and that I like, and if something happened to them, I'd feel horrible. You know what I mean? 
that yes. I have friends that, you know. Well, no, out. see, that's the thing. I'm not. Okay. So that's where I think the misconception is, is that, and it's not like, okay, so you can, you can be nice to people and you can be, you know, concerned about people. You know, it's not an either or like that's the, that's, I guess that's the thing. What it feels like, I feel like if you're not friends, you're enemies, you know, like, it's not like. What's wrong with that? I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like some people feel like you're either with me or against me. Yeah, exactly. Well, I feel like some people are like, you know, if you say, oh, you know, yeah, I know the person, but we're not like, I wouldn't consider us friends. And they're like, oh my God, you don't like them. They must be enemies. And it's like, no, that's not what I said. What I said was, is that we're just acquaintances. We're, we're you know, we're friendly, friendly. We're, we're cordial to each other, but we're not like buddies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm no, I get like, it, man. I don't know. So I, I just, it was just an interesting conversation that I guess I had earlier this morning. Oh, um, yeah. You know, it, <laughs> and it's I just weird. wanted to get your insight on it. I mean, maybe we could do a poll on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, what would we say the poll would be? I don't know. Something like. You either with me or against me. I was yeah. thinking of that stupid scene from Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> I just feel like it's very black or white sometimes. What, friendship? You know, the way people know, the way people look at it. And it's oh. that way in that situation. It's not like, like you can be cordial with somebody, you can do things with them occasionally, but that just that doesn't mean that they're like your best friend. No. And they're like somebody that you call all the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I mean, I guess, you know, by nature, you know me. I mean, I talk a lot of mad shit, but at the end of the day, I really care about people and their feelings. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, I guess that was the wrong way to put it earlier when I said, you know, I consider them, you know, if something happened to them, you know, I'd feel bad, you know, but the reality is it, whether they were a friend or not, I, I know them. Like I've known them on a personal level, even in my past, you know, when I hear about somebody that has like something bad happen to them, I feel for them, you know, and it sucks. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, you know, there is a difference between a, a, a friend and somebody that's an acquaintance. Right. So, um, yeah, I think there's a difference between the two. See, I guess it's like, here's the thing. Like, I have the ability to not feel anything for people. Neither yeah. good nor, like, neither good nor bad. It's not, like, if I don't like somebody, then I automatically hate them. I just have no feeling regarding them. Does that make sense? True, because you're going about living your life. And I feel like that some people have a hard time with that because it's like, Oh, well, if you don't like somebody, that means you must not dislike them. And it's like, there's three categories. There's like, don't care and dislike. And I don't mean don't care in like a bad way. Just literally like there's no feeling associated with it. It's like, if I see them, I'm happy. If I don't see them, I'm still happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like my name is Mike. I am robotic. <laughs> I have no Feelings. Well, I feel like that's healthy. I feel like that's a healthy approach. Like, as opposed to like, oh, if this person doesn't talk to me, they must not like me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't, uh, just, I, I kind of think that way now. I just because I don't talk to somebody for a long period of time um, doesn't mean I don't like them. It just means that either A, we've gone our separate ways and we kind of pulled apart. You know what I mean? And that's okay. Um, it's when you leave on bad juju, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because um, I don't like having any bad or hard feelings towards anyone. Honestly, right. I really don't. I think there's only like really one person in the world that I completely despise with a passion. Like mm -hmm. I literally have a genuine like hatred for. Right. So and I hate to use the word hate because it's such a powerful word. But let me just say I, I 
let me just say I gravely dislike him. Um, right. uh, the individual. So, um, um, yeah, you know, that's pretty good. I mean, I'm 52 years old, and I literally only have one person on the planet that I can't stand, you know, that I refuse to interact with or act like they exist. Um, but See, um, I'm getting to the point, and I've been this way for a while now, um, where I do not want to react, or I do not want to interact with people that are bring me down, you know, or people that are constantly going to use, use me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't want to do that. So I, I, I cut people out pretty quickly if I find that they're not genuine, uh, genuine or, yeah, you know, way. or, or bring some type of value to my life. And I'm not talking like financial value. I'm talking about a, like emotional, like an emotional and, and, and like an emotional enrichment, do you know, to where, you know, I feel like it's almost like an energy transfer with people. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you, if you both start off with a hundred percent in your tank and you meet somebody and if you're giving them, you know, 20% of your energy daily and they're not giving you anything, you know, after five days, you're going to run out of energy because you, you don't have any more, any more to give them because they're not giving you energy back. Now you can have other people in your life that give you energy and that keeps you maintained, you know, like, but if you can find those people that are like complete time sucks and energy sucks and you can cut them loose, like I feel like you just live a better life. No, you're, you're right. You know, so and it's it's kind of I don't know. Sometimes I struggle with it because I'm like, is this a me too? You know, not me too, but a uh, <laughs> all about me situation. But then I'm like, if you don't watch out for yourself, who's going to watch out for you? That is true. I mean, numero, you know, for many, many years, mm-hmm. I mean, for a long time, I put, and I know this sounds horrible to say, I put right. everybody else ahead of my own personal self, right. which is the wrong way to be. I mean, it really is. I don't care what anybody says. It's it's still, it's the wrong way to be. Um, and because at the end of the day, you have yourself in the end. It's just the mm-hmm. way it is. That's just life. And I was always putting everybody else first. I never put myself first. And I still, in some ways, still do that to this day, which I'm still trying to improve on, you know? Right. But um, if, you're, if, you're not, if you're not doing that, you need to take a good look in the mirror and make those changes is what I tell people because it's like I feel better now than I've felt in 30 years. No lie. As far as mental state, you know, where I'm at, um, you know, I've said time and time again, um, you know, I lacked, even though I had portrayed this great energy and this, I'm a different guy, you know, on the outside, on the inside, I was mush. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I was a, um, uh, I was very good of, uh, faking the outside and, and not showing how I was feeling on the inside. I didn't like who I was back right. then. I really didn't. And so I had, like you said, I had certain people around me that, that um, I didn't feel like were pick-me-ups. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I've kind of weeded that through. Um, but then I've also seen some individuals that were like me that I thought, you know, they weren't going to grow up that actually have grown up. 
and change mm-hmm. themselves as well. So that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, so I just don't know. Um, uh, I, you just got to, you know, uh, when it comes to people and the acquaintances versus friendship, uh, to me, it's like, it's do I talk to them on a daily basis? And right. do I do do I do things for them and do they do things for me? Even though I'm not like one of those that keeps I don't keep score. Like so if I came to your house for instance and I worked on your place for six day six straight weeks on a weekend, I right. wouldn't be like, Well, Mike, when we're coming to my house to do my stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just not how I'm wired. But because um, I know there's gonna be a time where you come over and do a big project or you know, you might help me with two or three smaller projects, you know, and I don't do anything for you for that month. You know what I mean? Or two. So I don't, right. I don't, I've never kept score like that with people. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's where I kind of sit on the situation. Um, you know, it's just life. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's a little, a deep sigh. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's just, it's a little heavy content. I know it's not our normal, like, ha ha, funny, 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 but right. sometimes we like to do some serious stuff. So I just, I don't know. It's like, keep your friends close, like your inner circle as a tight group of people that will be there for you and then be friendly to everyone else, you know, be a good person, but take care of yourself in the process. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, take care of yourself first. And one thing my, uh, my wife has taught me and that I, you know, you always hear me say it because she always says this to me when I'm having a moment, you know, not a movement, but a moment. And she's yeah. like, be the change you want to see in the world. She stresses that to me. And like, she just says it's so calm. Like when I'm in my moment, I think I just threw up in my mouth a little bit, but I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're having a serious okay, show. Disney. Okay. Disney. No, we're having a serious show today, but she sees me like losing my shit, like yeah. mentally losing my shit. I'm, you know, and sometimes I show it my, when my physical, you've, you've been around it, you know me. And, yeah. um, you know, so she's like, She'll look at yeah, me. Yeah, you're a little just, quicker to pop off. Yeah, oh, 100%. I, I, yeah. I still have some old Brad still ha- hanging around that I'm trying to you're, let you're go just, of. You're, you're a little quicker to pop off. You know, the, 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 the good thing is, is I can identify it like with my son. All right. My son has my temper, um, and I see flashes of it. Like, Because he's usually, I mean, he's really smart. You know what I mean? You know, he's really yes. smart, my youngest. Mm-hmm. And, but I, he, I see his temper... And when I see his temper, I literally see myself. When he starts yes. getting mad about inanimate objects, you know what I mean? And, like, he's getting pissed off or whatever. Like, we'll be on FaceTime, you know, and I see him getting mad at something. I'm always like, hey, man, take a deep breath. Just relax. It's okay. You know what I mean? And I'm going, wow, he is exactly like me how I was. But I was, like, ten times worse. Like, I, I have my first wife, you know, she probably would have loved to have been rolled video. I mean, I have scenes, I have memories of me getting mad at Christmas lights, like seriously, mm-hmm. getting mad at right. Christmas lights because I couldn't get them untangled, threw them out the front door, no shit, Mike, threw them out the front door, ran out the front door after them, after I threw them, and jumped up and down on them and stomped on them, pissed off. <laughs> you, and I mean cussing, like, you mother, blank, 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 pieces of blank, 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 out in the front so of the let neighborhood. Me, so let me interrupt and ask you this, were you mad at the lights or was it other stuff that was getting you? I was, was it, really was it that, like the straw that broke the camel's back or was it just strictly the lights? It's strictly my temper. It was the lights. 100%. Only the lights. Only like the, just lights, the lights. Oh, wow. I was a very angry young adult. 
I'm like surprised my first wife stayed with me as long as she didn't tolerate my shit in my early twenties yeah. to to mid twenty or to my probably my mid thirties before I actually started calming down. I had the worst temper, um, you know, and like I said, I see flashes of it from time to time, and it's and it scares me. So, but now I can identify it as it's happening usually, and I can talk myself off the edge, you know. Yeah. Um, and if not, then I have I have good support, friendship with you that you'll notice it and be like, hey, it's okay. All gonna be good, man. You know what I mean? I start then it tri- it triggers that thought process of me chilling the hell out. Um, yeah. But like I said, so I have stomped on many a Christmas lights, and like literally broke all the bulbs, pissed off, looked like a complete lunatic in front of the neighborhood, um, jumping up and down. So just imagine me jumping up and down on a big old thing of Christmas lights because I couldn't get them untangled um, because and it's my fault because I didn't wrap them up correctly. You know? Yeah. See, see for me, like I'm different because. Normally, for me, it's a culmination of events leading up to some inanimate object being the final straw that breaks my back. <laughs> and then I'm just like, rage out. I know. I, uh, now, I witnessed that firsthand with, that, a, with the steering column. <laughs> yes. That was a rarity. I've tried very hard over the years to condition myself to where I just laugh it off like i stop and laugh and i'm very good about that 99% of the time that day i had had a terrible day already and i'd already laughed off like three other things that had happened and i was finally the, the, I was laughing no more <laughs> it was it i've never seen somebody karate chop with the I didn't karate chop. I just I just hammer fist. I hammer fist in my steering wheel. You hammer fist in half. Your steering wheel almost turned into the Batmobile steering wheel. I was like, shit. You almost cut that bitch in half. Yeah, I was just happy I was able to bend that thing. And I knew you were mad because I've never seen you do that. And then I was like, okay, do I laugh because it's funny as shit? But I don't think I really don't want to get a backhand the same way he's hitting that wheel because he's literally. Oh, I would. Oh, and I had. I still had complete control of my faculties. I I wasn't at the point where I was seeing red until I until I reached the center console. I'll bring that back up until I reached the center console to change. I wasn't seeing red. I just didn't want you to do it. I was like, smack my hand. I I swatted your hand out of the way. I was like, don't touch my shit. Don't Don't, touch my shit. Don't you dare touch my shit. I went for a third time and I got smacked. <laughs> but you did notice though when I made the phone call, I was completely calm and collected. Oh, like calm I as wasn't hell. I wasn't screaming. No. Like I was two seconds before. And I'm like just I throwing have, obscenities I trigger, out and yelling. I have trigger mechanisms that, that trigger my anger. Yeah. Like, like there's there's trigger actions mm-hmm. that cre- create my action, which is what I've got to learn to control better. So it's like being cussed at. You know, or something along that nature. It's like if I'm cussed at or whatever, then I that's a trigger thing for me that uh, where I'm ready to throat punch you. Because I mean, like, like especially in the professional world. Yes. If you cuss on a phone call with me, and it it, and it belittles me versus trying to be a team player and help or or give me suggestions to fix something or do whatever, then I'm gonna be triggered at that point. Like, you're very fortunate. I don't turn around and say go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Um, because that's just how I'm wired, but I'm learned finally at age 52 to kind of just bite my tongue and, you know, get the receiver hung up on or whatever it might be, you know, proceeding forward. But yeah, like I said, when my son going back to him, when my son gets, uh, gets those trigger moments, it it just, it totally just makes me flash back to my anger problems back in the day. And, uh, thank God. Anger, anger management issues. 
is a yeah. You know, a, honestly, a I, I crack a joke, but I probably should have seen somebody for anger back in my youth, and I probably would be a lot more mellow today. Um, mm. Then I already, I feel like I'm a lot more mellow than what I was when you met me, for instance, over yes. ten years ago. Right. Um, or I've calmed down a lot, but I still have those moments of what the fuck, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, you you get angry a lot more and you get angry a lot more with people in front mm-hmm. of you and you let it get to you and it lets your blood pressure boil. Like I don't want to have someone else cause me to have a heart attack or stroke because I can't deal with their stupidity. True. So I don't want to be in that situation, you know? Like no, I don't want to be in that situation so I'm like got to keep that under wraps. Um That's yeah. hard. It's hard, man. It's hard. <laughs> it's a hard knock life for me. It's a hard knock life for me. Um, yep. So, so we were having ahead. breakfast this morning, you and I. Uh, yeah. So I had I had the uh, biscuits and gravy, and you had the uh, corned beef hash. You had the corned beef hash and corned beef hash. It was so good with potatoes. I know it did. It looked poached awesome. egg or uh, over easy eggs. So we get in the car, or was it in the car, or did we talk? And we got back, but anyway, I said something about the asteroid getting deflected, and you were like, "Yeah, bitch, that happened three days ago." Yeah, it's actually <laughs> more like more like. And a I week literally ago just now. heard about it for the first time this morning, man, before we met up. And I was like all excited to tell you, and you're like, "No," yeah, because I'll tell you what got me. It was it was right around when we were talking about nuclear war. Which is still talk, we're still talking about that, but I was like, okay. yeah, I was about to say, and they're like, way. you know, they're like, you know, for the first time in the uh, it's evolution of man or in the evolution of the planet, a species has been able to save itself from mass extinction. extinction. And I was literally going, okay, this is literally like the roll up to like Armageddon. <laughs> the <laughs> president's the, the, the president's speech in Armageddon, and I'm like, is this shit's for real? Like, what's NASA not telling us? Oh, uh, hey guys, uh, just want to let you know we're gonna be running a test. We're gonna fly a ship into an asteroid just to see if we can knock it off course in the unlikely event that it may kill us all. <laughs> then I wink, see Bruce Willis' face nudge. going like this. They want the government's called and asked us to save the world. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> and the bad thing is, is that poor Bruce Willis man, he can't even do it now because he's in such yeah, bad he'd shape. Be like, what asteroid? Like, we're like f- screwed. I mean, who are we gonna send yeah. up there? Like, yeah, he flies right by it. It goes like, to the moon. Who do we? Who do like, we have left? Like, like Zach Efron? I don't know. Oh, like, God. Who, who, who's the new? Who's the, who's the new generation of Bruce Willis? I mean, are we sending up Justin Bieber? I don't know. What are we doing here? <laughs> who's running the mining operation? We got no one. <laughs> so. Was it going to be young, was it gonna be young Sheldon? We're sending young Sheldon up to like <laughs> talk the talk the talk the asteroid down. Well, hold on, <laughs> hold on. So if Justin Bieber was in Armageddon and he was the one that got selected to go and press the button to detonate and save the world, do you think he could do it? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> the long pause. You had to really think. No, because the whole time I'm thinking right now, half his face is paralyzed. So I don't know if he'd even, if he'd even be like candidate to go. Because they'd be like, "What are you saying? I can't read. I can't read your lips because they're not moving." <laughs> I'm just figuring that would be like a tragic situation. Like, I press there. this, and then he presses it on the ship and blows everybody up. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I trust that dude to actually pull the trigger. So there's a guy, a girl. No. Uh, so back back to what you were saying earlier about friends, right? Okay. 
circling back around. Circling, circling the wagons. I'm circling the wagon one more time because I want to kind of change. I'm going to take a side cart ride to the side. So, okay. friend zone on chicks. Okay. Okay. So, when do you... What, I guess what I'm looking for is if you're interested in a girl, right? Yes. How do you stay out of that friend zone level? Like, have you had that problem, like, where you get dropped into the friend zone level, like, too much when you've been interested in somebody? Only in junior high. Because I figured out... How are you dating in junior high for anyway? (laughs) I figured out really quickly that if you don't make your intentions clear, if you're trying to beat around the bush and you're just trying to be, you know, Mr. Friend, that's exactly where you're going to be. God, you are so on point. I can't even like. Freaking, I have. I mean, no, that's the bottom line. I, mean, that's I have the bottom no line. rebuttal to that because I was just going to say that. That's the bottom line. Like, if if you're trying to be their friend, you will be in the friend zone. Like, you have to make your intentions clear. Did you know how like, many girls I did that with over the years? Like, yes, I do actually, because you've yeah, told me every single time at yeah, least seven yeah. times. I know, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe because I mean, there was a few that I would have been interested in. You know what I mean? And I was interested in, and I just totally friend zoned myself. Like, totally put myself in a friend zone. I'm such a fucking idiot. I was in such a bad situation in junior high with that. And even part of the high school, um, I was a little bit bad about that, making my intentions known. Right. Um, and the reason, but, but part of it is because I, I had a serious relationship in high school. So I was already kind of, you know, not dating a lot. I think that's been my biggest issue in life is I've been a serial relationship person. Like... I go from one relationship, you know, a short break, maybe a couple of dates, and then I'm into another serious relationship. I don't, I didn't take a lot of time to, you know, play the field, so to speak, or explore my options or sow my seed or the whole nine yards, whatever you want to, sow my seed, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> like, um, and now I know how you were friend zoned. <laughs> and, there's a lot, I don't know, man. There's a lot of dumb stuff I did in my fast as far as that kind of goes. Like not, not making my emotions clear and my intentions clear, you know, like I friend zoned myself just, so much. Yeah. Dude, they like put my face on the, in the dictionary next to friend zoning people. I mean, like the description of friend zone, this guy right here is a typical example. And they list all the, they could list all the examples. I mean, in 10th grade, grade, I was actually, I actually dated a girl. I was dating her. Like, you know, we did the whole, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, we're boyfriend to girlfriends <laughs> <laughs> situation. And she broke up with me because I wasn't moving fast enough at the end of the day. That's what the reality was. Like, I was being too chivalrous and too, you know, like. You were being too much of a gentleman. Too much of a gentleman. Like, I just, there was no, you know, uh, I just wasn't like getting after it <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't getting after it dude did you ever find yourself when you were younger like scared like, oh every all to, the to time touch, to touch women all the time yeah because oh, i was just man. like I was such a i was such a and a part of that i'm gonna blame puss. now I'm, i mean i might puss out a little bit here but i'm gonna blame aids as a big part of that because i was in that 90s generation you know where they literally like every other conversation was like you could get aids from the toilet seat <laughs> <laughs> you could get AIDS. Seat. You can get AIDS just by kissing. <laughs> you know, like it was intense. You know what I'm saying? So you're like, uh, and it's really scary 
thinking this person could kill me. You know what I mean? Inadvertently. Right. And then they remember doing the T chart, like, and I don't know if it's a T chart, it was a graph. Um, where it says, you know, it showed like, you know, Jack and Sally. It's like Jack and Sally have sex, mm -hmm. but Sally had sex also with Bob and Kevin, you know, and then, and then, you know, and then, you know, Jack's never had, the Jack has never had sex before. So it's his first time, but Sally's had sex with Jack and Kevin and Jack and Kevin have had sex with these two people and they've had sex with these two people. And literally it's like Jack has now had sex with over 2000 people. And it only takes one of these people to have AIDS for everyone on this chart to have AIDS now <laughs> down this line for Jack to get AIDS. So it's literally like, you no, know, your first time could be your last time. So it was like. I was like, holy shit, man. I don't want to die. <laughs> See, you're talking about your youth youth, right? Yes. I'm talking See, about, the, youth, I'm, youth, I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the nineties. Like, so, you know, I, this is from 13 to like 21. Like it was pretty, pretty top of mind awareness, you know, as far as like sexually transmitted, not me, man, 16, fatal to diseases, you know, 16 to 24. I played Russian roulette with my dick all the time, but you were in the generation before you're like, the, you're like the generation before me. I mean, you know, we're in the same generation. Hold on. Let me back that up. We're both gen X's. <laughs> Correct. Um, but, but you're at the beginning. Decades. You're at the beginning of the Gen X. I'm at the end of the, end gen, of the X. gen X. Correct. So you're falling in a lot with the, what was it before us? The baby boomers. Was that Correct. the gen before us? Yep. So you were in more of the time when you were a young adult that they were like HIV and AIDS only affects homosexuals. It's right. a homosexual disease. You know, you're you were in that adolescence time, you know, where they were still thinking that it was mostly gay people that were yeah, suffering from this disease, not. Or it was people that were having sex with gay. Well, people, I guess that like kind of women. makes sense because I was 24. <laughs> and 24 would have made it 1994. Yeah. So that's when the education really started coming out a little bit right. more heavy on it. And 94, it was my junior year in high school. Bitch, I was like in the wild, wild west of dick slinging. I mean, it really was. It right. was just like, yeah! <laughs> you know, oh, you want to go out? Yeah. Mm. All right, cool. You know, <laughs> but uh, it was a totally I mean, different I was, scenario. I was in the situation where they were talking about, like, condoms wouldn't even be safe, you know, to prevent transmission and right. dental dams during for oral... <laughs> <laughs> for oral uh, pleasure, we're not safe. <laughs> you know so, what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know exactly. So real quick, because I think we're running out of time. So if you were single today, keep it short. Yes. Quick answer. If you were single today, would you yes. be a stud muffin? What? Or would you be like a blah, uh, uh, fumbling idiot? Um, Are we talking about like present day? Like I was present single day, right, right now, now. At, my, single, at my right current now. age. The current age, I have the I would have I have more confidence. So I wouldn't say I would be a stud muffin, but I would be more confident and I would be more open to sharing my feelings as opposed to hiding it. Like if I saw someone that I was interested in, I would get to know them and I'd let them know that I'm interested in them. I wouldn't be beating around the bush and being like, "Hey, that's a pretty dress. Where did you get it?" You know, oh, you got it from Marshalls? I like shopping at Marshalls, too. Do you go there on Tuesdays? Because maybe we could go shopping together. And she'll be like, yeah, sure, you're gay. Let's go together. <laughs> you know, like, 
That's and you just <laughs> answered what I would be like right there. I'd be the one going out shopping, going, "Hey, you want to go to Home Goods? Go pick up some Ray Dunn." Hey, <laughs> hey, after this is done, do you want to go grab like some, you know, uh, like dragon fruit drinks from board? Starbucks? Chicutery yeah, that'd be great. Starbucks, you, you know? can go hang out in the park and just like watch go, the birds. Uh, <laughs> oh yay! That would be. And so then you know you're beating around the bush, like, "Hey, what kind of guys are you?" Yeah, while to? you were getting laid, I'd be out there like helping you get laid. Yeah, because I, mean, I would just, just I'd be the guy that would just like totally get friend zoned all day long. <laughs> you'd be if you be like, hey what kind of guys are you into? And she's like, what kind of guys are you into? I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that like it, when you take that approach, it you become sexually ambiguous. And uh-huh. then they're like, oh you're, I didn't realize you were into me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's I just like no, I would just be like, hey, man, I like you. Like, you want to go on a date? Like, oh, see, you got way bigger balls than I do. Um, I would be such a... Because life's too short. Like, I don't want to be it's like that. It's not that. I just, I would be... Like, and then, you know, if they, re- I'm so used to rejection with the line of work that we do <laughs> that it doesn't even phase me anymore. Like, I'm, ex- I'm anticipating that there's a 50-50 chance of them saying yes or no. So I'm going to get just as many no's as I am yeses. But if I don't ask the question, then I'll, I'll never get the no. Or I'll never get the yes, either or. It'll be no man's land and if then once they don't think about you that way it's hard to get them to come back and think about you nah. in another sense i guess you know what i'm saying well before we walk out of here i'm just gonna leave on this note mike's a stud brad's a yeah, dud right. so yeah, if we right. were single uh you definitely want to reach out to mike because he would be way cooler than i but i'd be the one you are would... you are way more of a stud than i am no i'd be By i would every totally be your friend why mike would be your boyfriend so yeah. mike you would have, you would you would end up sliding it in because you're like <laughs> sneaky as bastard slide into slide under the, yeah. the, the radar like, so you know after marshall's how do you feel about experimenting a little bit <laughs> wink wink <laughs> and she'd be like i'm down for experimenting so you'd be smooth because you'd be like you'd basically be like friends of benefits and I would end up being like a long-term ball and chain commitment. <laughs> Maybe that, you know, you'd be just, just like stopping like that. Mike was you'd, in love. You'd be stopping in, getting, you know, getting some action and leaving, you know, going back to TJ Maxx and shopping. And I'd be like, hey, you need that car paid? Like, do you need your car washed? Like, what can I do around the house? Because I'm like your new bitch now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're so, probably right. <laughs> we can probably talk about that next. We can go to this next yeah, show. Yeah, we'll go on this one, on the next show. Since we'll, this one's getting this will be cut a, off a little bit. This will be a finished conversation for the next show. All right, All right. guys. Well, listen. Follow us on the Tiki Talk and on the Tweet Machine at um, underscore the Daily BM. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Daily BM. DailyBM.com is our website. You can also email us there at info the With that, Mike, got anything? Yeah, if you like what you're hearing, uh, go ahead and leave us a review on the platform, please. Uh, a review, five stars, is always much appreciated. Uh, it'll help us move up the charts and get us in front of some new listeners. So if you could do that on whichever platform that you'd like to listen on, if it's available, we'd appreciate that very much. Yeah, and if you guys want to info us into the inbox, you know, any type of cool photos of yourself, I mean, I'm cool with that too, guy or girl according to Mike. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> he just looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> just kidding, but seriously. I'm just glad um, you checked the I'm just glad you checked the email, not me, because you just yeah, opened right. up Pandora's box. Hey, whatever, man. It's all Literally good. Pandora's box. Yeah, I was gonna say, wait, what? Alright guys. Catch you on the flip side. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Mikey. Have a good one. <laughs>